This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited, so excited to be doing these weekly episodes where I will come on and really look at different areas of planning and how I think about them and what I see coming up for others. And today we are going to talk about planning as an introvert. So I am definitely an introvert. I know not everybody would guess that, but truly I am an introvert. I need a lot of space. I need a lot of alone time. If I'm out and about in the world, I need to come home to refuel, to refill myself up. It's like super, super important to my being. It also means that like, it's not my favorite thing to like, go walk the dog and talk to all the neighbors. If there's any neighbors listening to this, it's not that I don't love you. It's just that I feel super awkward (laughs) when I'm out and about. That's like not how I show up the best. I love showing up on client calls. I love all of our amazing meetings inside of Flow. I can be leading a retreat for hundreds of women, and that feels really nourishing to me. And at the end, I really need to make sure that I decompress and have time alone. So it's interesting. I'm I'm learning. I've learned learning my whole life, like what really fills me up and what I just need recovery from as an introvert. And so I just wanted to look at that and really explain how planning has helped me to be the best version of myself and not let the fact that I'm an introvert sort of get in the way or stop me from becoming who I think I'm meant to become. So here we go. So first of all, I want to say that I, in the flow planning method, at least that version of planning, the one that we teach and live around here, I think there's three really important different parts to living a well-planned life. And the first part is really about visioning and dreaming and staying curious about who you are and who you want to become. So that's one piece that I'm going to get back to in a second. The other piece is from understanding that piece, really your what your future self wants of you, making a plan. And that involves, you know, writing out what you think needs to happen in order for 
you to become that version of yourself and then putting that into actual time so that you can see how manageable your dreams are. A lot of times the reason they become unmanageable is because we leave them in list format, but more on that in another episode. And then the third piece is really honoring what we planned and honoring our vision and following through on what we plan for. So all of those pieces to me are a part of planning that we can dream, plan, and then focus and follow through on what we're doing. Okay, so I'm going to go through and explain how each in each one of those pieces, I have bumped into some challenges as an introvert, just for however that serves you, or forever how that serves you in dealing with those you love, maybe even your kids. Okay, so In terms of dreaming and visioning, here's the thing that I run into the most. If I need to sort of refuel, if I need to really have my oxygen mask on and be operating as the best version of myself, and I know there's people listening to this who are like, you must be part extrovert. You have a podcast, you love speaking, you know, you'll you'll speak on other people's stages, you have these retreats for hundreds of people. Like what are you talking about? You're an introvert, but I am for real an introvert. And I, it's true that I can show up in those situations and it's mostly true because I'm really clear on why I'm so passionate about this and that really helps me to move past any fear I might have. And where introversion comes in is in the planning piece. I'm going to get into that in a second and, and really creating space so that I can refuel on the other side. But what I want to say about the visioning piece is that a lot of the visions that are cast out in the world, I don't believe are for introverts. And so that has been one of my biggest challenges is that a lot of times I will get stuck a little bit in compare-itis. And I'll just give you a really tangible thing that came up recently. So I feel so blessed to have so many amazing friends in the entrepreneurship space. Many of them you've heard on this podcast. Some of them I talk to in mastermind groups. And so I'm constantly hearing about amazing adventures and travel. And I have a really good friend and colleague who travels all the time with her family. And she also has three kids. And the other day I was like, whoa, like I was thinking for a minute that I really wanted that. And I was feeling really inadequate for what was happening and what was going down in my summer in comparing to her summer. But the truth is, is that if I were to really write down all the things that she's doing in her summer, they're very extroverted and she is an extrovert. So this makes total sense. And there's lots of personal growth events and personal development events and travel and meeting all sorts of different people and being with her family and being with friends. And it like sounded really good to me for five minutes. And then when, and I felt like, oh my gosh, like I just want to declutter my house and go to the beach and relish in these last weeks before my oldest goes off to college. And I love, I want to go on a 
camping trip or two with my kids. And yes, we're I'm going on a date weekend with my husband. Like when I actually wrote it down, we have a lot of exciting things happening. But they're not like it wasn't there's nothing in big groups. There's none of that personal development stuff, which I'm missing actually a little bit because a lot of that hasn't happened during COVID. And I am missing those personal interactions with friends and colleagues. But the truth is, is that they're very depleting to me. And in a moment where I'm actually really focused on not being depleted and filling myself up and having as much energy as I possibly can, those kinds of things don't actually serve me, even though they sound really good. So as an introvert, what's really been really important to me is to be really clear on what I want and imagining from my heart what I want versus looking at all the people around me and what they have and wanting that as well. And you'd think I'd get this by now because you all know my my story and how I got into all this and that it was that I finally figured out how to get healthy for myself. This was 12 years ago. So I, I really did stop for the most part, like living with the having all the things checked off that I had seen in magazines like that really did stop 12 years ago on the broader spectrum of things. But I just wanted to be clear how that still can show up like I'm human, just like everybody else. And so that really shows up. And I find that one of the places where I I have to get myself back into alignment is really being honest what fills me up as an introvert and letting that be okay. I love, love being home. (laughs) Like I love it. Like the pandemic for me was kind of a dream come true. I fully admit that I could some days have my husband go back to work. Like he's working from home a lot. And that some days during the summer, I'm like, how are all these people in the house? I can never make a podcast. But for the most part, I love it. I love being home. Sometimes, again, I need to be home alone, but I love being home. I love the simplicity. I love going on short spurts and then being able to come back and really replenish myself. And so for me, visioning is really honoring what's true to me. And sometimes that means really honoring what's true to me as an introvert and reminding myself what that is. Does that make sense? So that's going to bring me to the planning piece. So knowing that I do, you know, I love leading retreats. I think I said that already. I love it. I love it so much. I love holding space for women. I love coaching. I think actually as introverts, we are really good at connecting with people. Like, I I think that that's part of being an introvert. So everyone who's listening, like, I don't know where we get told all sorts of narratives, but I think we're really good at connecting with people in most situations. I have to admit when I go walk the dog and people come up and talk to, if I'm with my husband, who's an extrovert and we go walk the dog and people come up and talk to us the whole time. I feel kind of awkward in those situations. I never really know what to say. (laughs) I kind of like to go deep. So thus events are easier for me. Retreats are easier for me. Walking the dog is a little bit harder and more depleting, but I digress. So my point about planning is that I know that if I am doing something really outward, so I do love from time to time going to 
personal growth uh, retreats. I do love going to business and entrepreneurship conferences. Like I do like doing that from time to time. I have not done it in a while with the pandemic, but that, that is something that before now I loved doing. And one of the things I was always conscious of planning for was that I gave myself space before going to something like that to rest. And on the other side, I let myself decompress. So sometimes I do that like in a day, you know, before going to, I don't know, a barbecue at a friend's house, like I'll just make sure that I have a half an hour. Sometimes it just means I go take a shower and avoid everybody. Or I just somehow get myself really nourished, then I go out. And then I come home and, you know, I have time to myself, or I have just time to decompress. So knowing that, really like sets me up to plan things a little bit differently. So when I put in the calendar that we're going to someone's house for dinner, I also actually put in that half an hour before and that half an hour after. So that by the time the whole thing is done, I'm feeling like a whole human who can be there for my kids and relate to my husband. As an introvert, if I just go from one thing to another, I literally can't do that. So for anyone listening who's not an introvert, who has introverted kids or lives with someone who's an introvert, that might be an interesting thing just to notice that if you're going from thing to thing, like I have one kid who's definitely an introvert. I'm not quite sure about the other two. I feel like they're right in the middle, but um, definitely an introvert, one of them. And when they were little, I used to have to be really conscious of like birthday parties and what sort of happened before and what happened after. And I would actually go so far as to say like in a weekend, if there was something on one day, there was nothing on the next day. So when they were little, that's sort of how I was thinking. Now I just really try to focus them. I have three teenagers. So I I try to focus them and help them understand because in in the end, they're the ones who are going to have to, to regulate that. And I'm modeling it. So I now say out loud all the time what I'm doing and why, you know, Sundays might, they might, they might call it boring, but I explain it's boring because I need to decompress from yesterday because that was exhausting for me. So just keep in mind. And that's something I do again. I'm when I, when I plan anything, what I'm doing is I'm writing down all the different pieces, all the different components. And so for me, it would be like going to the thing Maybe I have to prep food for it, but it's also that that beginning and that ending, that those bookmarks so that I can really get myself back. And then I bring all those things into time over on the calendar so that I, I know that I've made space for that. Because if not, it's not good. It's not good. You wouldn't want to be, it's not easeful. <laughs> you wouldn't probably want to be with me. Nobody in my house would want to be with me. So I'm really making space in that way. And... I also think a lot about like my capacity for connection. And it's interesting because I did a lot with time blocking, which is going to be, will be a whole other solo episode, but I do a lot with time blocking and just making sure that when I'm planning my time, I'm not constantly switching what I'm doing, which I would call context switching. Like I'm not constantly going from writing to talking to making images to coaching to me that really hurts my head that has nothing to do with introversion but that's how I think but when one of the things that I time block was 
doing interviews on podcasts, both on ours and on other people's. And there was a day when we had like six scheduled and I definitely hit my connection capacity, which I do, I do coordinate that with introversion. Like, I think that that has a big piece, like that was too much for my, for my body. And so I really had to give myself a break on the other side. Um, when I lead retreats or I do the same thing, right? So if a lot of in flow 365, we have weekend retreats four times a year. We have one coming up soon. If you're interested, definitely go check it out, um, over on the website, plansimple.com. But when we have these three day retreats, I take a full day to prepare for the retreat that's happening. And I always block off the day after so that I, I make sure that like when I'm working that hard, I'm showing up fully for the members of Flow 365. And I'm also able to support a kid who needs me, you know, a friend, my mom, my husband, like anyone who comes in myself, right? Like, I really want to make sure I can support multiple situations. And I can only do that if I make that time. And, you know, no matter who you are, I don't think it hurts to build in that time. But as introverts, I think it's like essential. And so that's where planning and holding space for that has really, really helped me. Now, the last piece of planning is really the follow through piece, like boundaries. And I think that knowing I'm an introvert has helped me to really stick to those boundaries. That's my why a lot of time for saying no, when I know that I've hit my capacity to connect, right? So it helps me to say no. Um, It helps me to really make that time before and after and set those time boundaries. It helps me to even say out loud to somebody in my house, like, I just need 15 minutes and then I'll be right with you, fully attentive to you. But I just can't do it right now. I just need 15 minutes to land and decompress. And I don't always have 15 minutes. Sometimes I have five deep breaths. But the point is, is that as an introvert, I really need that transition from one outward thing to another outward thing. And I try to plan for that as much as possible. Um, so that I have time, so that I have the time I need to recuperate. All right, I think those are the big things. That is what I'm thinking a lot about a lot as I'm planning as an introvert, planning for quiet, I'm planning for space. Um, and I'm thinking about that with each thing I do, right? So I'm I'm not only thinking about that over the course of my life as a whole, but I'm thinking about that whenever I do an interview or whenever I go to a school event for one of the kids or whenever I don't do that when I'm walking the dog, although I probably should, (laughs) but whenever I go meet a friend, like I just need that, that decompression. I need the quiet getting there and I need the decompression after to be my best self. I try to be my best self as much as often as possible doesn't always work out that way. But that's where planning has really helped me to to create that space for myself. Because left to life coming at me, again, life is built for extroverts. So it literally 
There have been moments in my life where it really has been one thing after another. And I just know that I don't show up as my best self that way. And I'm really at a point in life where I just want to show up as my best self and do whatever I can, whatever's in my control to do so. So I do. All right. I hope that was helpful um, for anyone who's an introvert or anyone who knows an introvert. I would love to hear what you think over on Instagram. So come over and let's have a conversation and I will see you next week first for an interview and then we'll dive into another topic that I think planning comes in handy for. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day.